Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolor paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Blog Talk Radio. I don't have you invited yet. Please have your fake ID ready. The following program is brought to you in living color. People all going somewhere. All with their own thoughts, their own ideas, all with their own personalities. Ever since I was a child... All I've ever wanted to be was a journalist, to write stories, to be on the radio, to be an observer of the human condition. Throughout my professional life, in radio, newspapers, and as a writer with the federal government, I've been true to the journalistic ethic of telling the truth, there you are. of being accurate of trying to tell both sides of the story. But I've learned there are people who don't want their story told. In fact, they will do anything to keep you from telling their story. Individually, they are weak, small people who hide in the dark. But when they form a pack, they become dangerous. Not just to the individual trying to tell their story, but to the very concept of a free press. They want their side of the story told, not the full story. And when a strong, honest, progressive voice comes along, one who captures the ears of honest people, it frightens them. It makes them crazy. Hold the string. Dance to that which one is created for. They will do whatever they have to do by whatever means necessary to silence that voice, either through legal means or other means. The only thing necessary for evil to succeed is if good people do nothing. I choose to do something. I will stand in the face of this wolf pack of right-wing lunatics until I am either silenced by legal means or until they kill me. They will need to find either some way to throw me in jail for telling the truth, or else there will be. Blood on the microphone. Yes, this is Blood on the Microphone. Back on the air after a rather lengthy hiatus. I'm your co-host, Bill Schmalfelt, and I say co-host because... For the first time, I have an actual co-host. 
Lady Di. And I'm, she's joining me from all the way across the room uh, via Skype on the show today. Hello, Di. Hello there to everyone. This no, is no, no, no. He does broadcast rule number one right there. And you'll learn as we go through this. We never talk to everyone. We talk to one person at a time. So let's start that again. Just say, Hello. Hello. <laughs> you can tell enthused she sounds by the whole thing. I love it. Anyway, uh, this is the first show of our brand new series, uh, Blood on the Microphone. And when Di and I first linked up, and uh, we're not married yet. I'm uh, Bill. I will be Bill Preston Schmalfelt. She will be Diane Preston Schmalfelt. Uh, when we first linked up, um, one of the first things I asked her was if she'd be interested in doing a, a podcast with me. And you recall your response, dear? I said, hell yes. <laughs> yeah, you were quite interested in that. Uh, I finally found a partner who is as liberal as I am. Uh, in our last podcast, which uh, you can still find on BreitbartUnmasked.com, and let me recommend that website, BreitbartUnmasked.com, as being a uh, sort of a clearinghouse for information uh, about news from a left-wing progressive point of view. Uh, are you leaping there? Yes. I, I just heard that. I don't want anybody to think you're on a respirator or anything. <laughs> the first time I had a telephone conversation with Di before we did the, the uh, FaceTime thing, uh, I, I heard this <laughs> on the on the telephone. And I thought at first she was uh, on uh, a respirator, but it turned out to be something quite different. Honey, I'm home. Hey, something smells great. Are you baking blueberry muffins? No, you goofy man. I haven't cooked anything in years. Well then, what's that delicious aroma? I'm vaping. Oh, vaping. I, I forgot what that means. Well, remember when you said you would shoot yourself in the face if I didn't stop smoking cigars in the house? This is a new electronic way of smoking. It's not smoke. It's water vapor. Perfectly harmless except for the damage the nicotine is doing to my cardiovascular system. That sounds neat. Oh, it is neat, Edgar. And you can buy individual flavors. This is blueberry donut. They also have birthday cake, strawberry shortcake, you name it. Gee, it's like living in a bakery. Can you get your daily requirement of crack from that fancy device? It took some tweaking, but I'm high as fuck right now. That's just swell. I love you, Roxanne. Oh, and I love you too, Rupert. My name is Edgar. I know. Smoke the drug of your choice the new-fashioned way. Available at convenience stores along the interstate and head shops everywhere. Ow, my heart. You'll be happy to know she survived that episode. Uh, Lady Di also, as a matter of fact, has gotten me off the cigars. 
and into the vape habit myself. It's not really a habit for me yet. I mean, uh, die can't go for 20 seconds without hitting on the pipe, but... <laughs> Uh, feel free to call me a liar anytime. I am going to tell. I am going to very delicately tell you to go fuck yourself. That's about as delicate as it gets. Anyway, we've got a lot coming up on the show today. Uh, we'll talk about the news of the day, uh, the fact that the uh, Republican health care plan, the American health care plan. I didn't get any actualities for this today because I kind of ran out of time, but. Uh, uh, it's going to cost Americans 23 million off the health care rolls if it goes through. And no, you mean the American no care plan. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, uh, you really don't have any health care at the moment, do you? No. And uh, when your husband passed away, uh, he had health care through his work, but uh, even that left you guys pretty well strapped, as I recall. Yes, that's why he ended up on Medicaid. And if it were not for the Medicaid expansion into Pennsylvania, I would be probably about forty or $50,000 in debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we need to make sure we lobby our Congress people to make sure that this Paul Ryan invented piece of shit doesn't ever see the light of day. By the way, if you'd like to call the show today, uh, we do have a phone number uh, where you can call. It's 917-889-3806. That's 917-889-3806. I've got a website for this podcast that I'm going to configure later uh, after the show tonight, and I'll tell you more about that later some point, but uh, if you were to put your finger on one thing that's wrong with America right now, and don't say Donald Trump, okay? Promise me you're not going to say Donald Trump. Just if you could, I can't promise you that. I cannot. Uh, all right, well, if you could put your finger on one thing that is wrong with America right now, what would it be? Well, there's a lot of things that I are said wrong one with thing. I know that. I said one Let thing. It's me. only a two-hour show, Di. I'm not going to list them all. I'm sorry? I'm not going to list them all. All right. What I was going to say, there's a lot of things that are wrong with this country, but the fact that we have basically Russian plants in the house right now, that is a great thing that is wrong with this country. What do you think about that late-breaking story tonight? Oh, by the way, I should say for those who are listening to this on tape that it is actually May 24th, 2017 right now. We are live at 7.10 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Late-breaking story tonight from the Washington Post is that the FBI was fooled by an apparently Russian-generated memo that caused uh, Mike Comey, the former uh, FBI director, to rush to the microphones and announce that the Hillary Clinton probe into her emails had been reopened, and that probably cost her the election. So if anybody says that the Russians were not involved in meddling with his election, that kind of puts that to the lie right there. 
Uh, you are a member, if I'm not mistaken, of one of those uh, Facebook groups. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, the, these Facebook political groups where you all sit and argue until 4 o'clock in the morning. I am on what is called Open Fire Politics. You're going to uh, promote the show on that, aren't you not? Yes, I am. Because if you don't, I will not allow you to be on the computer anymore. Because I'm a tough, <laughs> I'm a tough, mean man. Anyway, tell tell us about uh, the group. Okay, well, it's mostly liberals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the group admin is a liberal. That's also a good mix of people. Mm-hmm. And right now, they've been talking about a lot of the stuff that has been coming out. Not even on the mainstream media yet, but the rumors that uh, Ryan, Paul Ryan, and Mitch McConnell have also been bought off by the Russians. Now, how many folks are buying into the stuff they're reading from Louise Mensch on Twitter? Well, most of them are saying they're going to take it with a grain of salt until it comes out in the mainstream media. Yeah, you said that. Well, I, re- I read your comment it. this morning. So it's, uh, maybe other people are saying that, but uh, you, you're, yeah. you're saying it too. Yeah, I'm saying it too. And uh, she turns out to be correct sometimes. And then there's other times you find yourself getting older and grayer waiting for uh, what she predicts uh, is going to happen to happen. Do you think uh, Trump will ever want to just get rid of Paul Ryan? Well, I think what's going to happen is they're going to investigate all of this. And it's this tape that the Washington Post said that they had a transcript of comes out. Then Ryan is going to get taken out anyway. Do you think it'll sound uh, something like this? don't have a lot to say, uh, Don Trump alone, don't you know? We have time. I was uh, kept pretty much in the dark. I didn't know all that much. What about now? Is there anything you can help me out with? Well, I know they get to keep Obamacare. That's all I know. Look, I, I didn't know it was a hit. I swear to you, I didn't know. The Freedom Caucus, they contacted me in the Capitol and they said... They wanted to talk. They said that you and Priebus were in on some big deal and there was a place for me in it if I could help them out. They said that you were being tough on the negotiation and if they had a little bit of help, they could close it fast and it would be good for you. And you believed that story. He said there was something good in it for me. Me! On my own. I've always taken care of you. Taken care of me! Don Trump alone, you're a rookie president, and you take care of me? Did you ever think of that? Ever once? Send Speaker Ryan off to do this. Send Speaker Ryan to take care of that. Take care of some little unimportant bill somewhere here and there. 
pick up somebody at the airport, Don Trump alone. I'm Speaker of the House of Representatives, and I was stepped over. That's the way Bannon wanted it. It wasn't the way I wanted it. I can handle things. I'm not dumb. Christ, not like everyone says. I'm smart, and I want respect. There's nothing more you can tell me about this investigation into Russian contacts? Uh, the chairman, Nunes, he belongs to Putin. You're nothing to me now, Paul. Not a colleague, not a friend. I don't want to know you or what happens to you. I don't want to see you at any of my properties or on my golf courses or near the White House. When you visit Priebus, I want to know a day in advance so I won't be there. Do you understand? Please, Don Trump alone. I don't want anything happening to him while Priebus is still my chief of staff. Understand? Die quickly. Spreaker Ryan does not care. If you get sick, die quickly. That's the motto of your new health care. After they said that 24 million fewer Americans will have health insurance in 10 years under your plan. Uh, Obamacare is not going to last. There's no way Obamacare could stick another two or three years, let alone 10 years. If you get sick, die quickly. Spreaker Ryan does not care. If you get sick, die quickly. That's the motto of your new health care. This isn't a government mandate. This is not the government makes you buy what we say you should buy, and therefore the government thinks you're all going to buy it. But the, the apples to oranges comparison that's happening here is we're not going to make people buy something that's so expensive that they can't afford that the market's not going to offer. The, fifth, the person in their 50s and 60s does have additional health care costs than, say, a person in their 20s and 30s. If you, if you get, get sick, die quickly. quickly. 
preacher rhyme does not care. If you get sick, die quickly. That's the motto of your new health care. Because they experience higher health care costs. 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 If you get sick, die quickly. Spreaker Ryan does not care. If you get sick, die quickly. That's the motto of your new health care. That is among the things we're looking at doing, yes. If you get sick, die quickly. Spreaker Ryan does not care. If you get sick, die quickly. That's the motto of your new health care. That is among the things we're looking at doing, yes. If you get sick, die quickly. Because they experience higher health care costs. Spreaker Ryan does not care. Because they experience higher health care costs. If you get sick, die quickly. Because they experience higher health care costs. You know, That's the motto of your new health care. That is among the things we're looking at doing, yes. If you get sick. Uh, yeah, hi there. This is <laughs> this is blood on the microphone. I'm Bill Preston Schmalfeld, and this is where you say your name. Well, hello. Hi, this is Diane Preston Schmalfeld. She was taking a little nap over there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I was distracted. That's all. Anyway, uh, as this program progresses, not today, but uh, because I didn't have time to do it today, but. Uh, we'll be introducing a character named Johnny Nutpunch, government investigator. He's the guy the investigators call when they want to investigate something. Hopefully I can have an episode of that thrown together for you tomorrow. Uh, what's the latest you've heard about the status of the repeal and replace uh, Lady Die? I am still hearing that it's probably not going to make it through the Senate, and the Senate is still trying to write their own. Mm-hmm. So perhaps dead on the vine is what you're saying? Probably. Huh. Huh. Hang on here just a second. The, here we go. And now, the history of President Trump's attempt to repeal and replace Obamacare with the American Health Care Act. They'll be studying this in school. I'm just someday, a huh? bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. <laughs> You've been listening to the history of President Trump's attempt to repeal and replace Obamacare with the American Health Care Act. This has been yeah, a production of the National Archives. You know, someday they'll be studying that in school. Uh, at some point, the uh, kids will have to learn all about how the Trump years messed everything up. <laughs> anyway, uh, it is right now. I'm looking for the clock. Oh, okay, it's 7.23. Thank you. We'll start calling you Die the Time Lady. <laughs> hey, Die, what time is it? 
<laughs> it is still 723. Thanks, guys. We progress with our radio program here, our very first podcast of uh, Blood on the Microphone. And uh, it's, it's been, been kind, kind of a, a slow couple, couple of days here, news-wise. Most of the stuff we've been hearing is about how Michael Flynn has refused to answer subpoenas. So they subpoenaed his company records, which he cannot plead the fifth over. Uh, this might be kind of a broad question, Di, but how deep do you think this really how deep do you think this thing really goes? <laughs> I think we are probably going to be looking at a president hatch by the time this is all said and done. Explain. Well, for one, Mike Pence lied. Mm-hmm. And that's going to get him into a lot of trouble when it gets out. So what, do you, what did he lie about? He lied about not knowing that Michael Flynn was involved with the Russians. And I believe uh, with the Turkish uh, uh, lobby job, he, well. he, he told the, one of the Sunday shows, oh, this is the first I've heard about it, when in fact he was head of the transition – and, there was no way he couldn't have known. Yeah, and uh, Pence told the transition team before the inauguration that he was being investigated uh, for his ties to uh, Turkey and uh, as a lobbyist. So how does I, I wonder how does Sean Spencer explain his way out of this? Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Spicer, press secretary to the president of the United States. Unfair. You're all so unfair and mean, too. How would you like it every morning to have to turn on the television and hear the media telling you, No, 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 you can't do that. You can't win that state. You can't hope to win this election. Well, we won. We won, but you keep, you keep telling us, no, no, you're not going to get that person confirmed. And no, you can't. No, no, no. Well, he can, too, because he's the president now, the president of America and the United States. You can't tell him he can't do something. We have a right to disagree with the facts. If we don't like a fact, then we just pretend it's not a fact. A fact is only a fact if everybody agrees. And if we don't agree, well, we don't have to agree. And the media can't tell us that we have to agree. So... Other presidents don't have to put up with this kind of constant negativity. It was a constant love session whenever Barack Obama came and gave a press conference. And you all loved George W. Bush and Bill Clinton and George H.W. Bush and every president before. There were 615 billion 216 1,047 million people at the inauguration. Go ahead. Prove me wrong. You can't. 
You people in the press are nothing but a bunch of big poopy heads. That's all. Big poopy heads. And if we're going to have a decent relationship, you're going to have to learn how to deal with the fact that the, your chosen candidate didn't win. And as soon as Donald Trump, and I, I, I mean Mr. Tr I mean President Trump, gets his wheels rolling, I, I tell you what, these days of the media making us look like a bunch of liars and nuts and, and, and liars and pussy grabbers, that's the end of that. Mr. Pre uh, uh, Pre President Trump isn't going to take it anymore because it's unfair, unfair, unfair. Blood on the microphone. Excuse me. No. I'm sorry? I'm sure you are. What? I said I'm sure you are sorry, but I can't excuse you. Pardon me? Oh, that would be an entirely different matter. What? There are some very good hearing aid companies in this town. I have no idea what you're talking about. Ah, dementia. Uh, we have doctors for that as well. Are you... Out of your mind? You're the one with all the questions, girly. All I did was burp and say excuse me. And I said no. Are you being an asshole on purpose? Well, it is my job, but I can see you're bewildered, so let me explain. Under the new American Health Care Act, sudden eruptions of bodily gas are no longer automatically excused. You need to fill out a form. I have one right here. What's this? A form. I just told you. A form? For what? To apply for an excuse from the Department of Annoyances and Rude Sounds. I burped. And now I have to fill out a form? Of course not. Then what the hell is this thing? You have to fill out the form if you want to be excused. Merely fill out the highlighted spaces, name, age, weight, marital status, social security number, and which orifice the offending sound emanated from. Sign the form, bring it back to the desk, I'll submit it to the state office in Columbia, which will check it over before sending it along to the home office in Washington. If all goes well, you should have your official certificate of excusement in six to eight weeks. Here's a clipboard and a pen. Have a seat over there, bring the form back up with you when you're done, along with your $25 filing fee. This is nuts! What if I decide I don't need to be excused? Entirely up to you, but your refusal goes into your permanent record. What? Permanent record? Dim girl, your permanent record in Washington. Pardon me? Mm, that's a different form and a different fee. Much more complex, much more expensive, but it covers you for a year. I don't think so. Well, it's all right here in the manual. I'm getting out of here. It's your permanent record. This country is going to hell. That's what we're here for. Next. How to use that brain 
same-sex marriage yes. in, in Asia. A, 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 a crazy man in possession of nuclear weapons, uh, Kim Jong-un, is, is uh, openly saying, I have ordered our military to position our rockets on U.S. targets uh, in Hawaii, Japan, Guam, and the mainland of the United States.
I mean, he has gone into a full state of war this week. And I don't know, Pastor Luter, if... I don't know if anybody's, I know they're not. They're just not putting it together. There's, hey, you got this happening over here, and you got this happening over here. Could the two be connected? Could our slide in immorality be what is unleashing this madman over here in Asia to punish us? It could be a possibility, man. I'm not that uh, uh, strong in in prophecy, uh, but I, I, I would not be surprised that there's not a connection there. Uh, simply because of the fact we've seen it happen in Scripture before. Uh, so I would not be surprised that at the time when we are debating uh, uh, same-sex marriage, at the time where we're debating uh, uh, whether or not we should have a, a gays leading a, a boy scout movement, uh, I don't think it's just a coincidence that we have a madman in Asia who's saying some of the things that he's saying. Mm-hmm. We have a madman right here in the United States uh, saying things. And uh, speaking of complacently dumb, uh, if the button would work when I press it, there it goes. It's time for yet another episode of Aaron Worthing's World of Law. Speaking to you now from a vast legal library in his castle in Virginia, Here is noted author and much sought-after attorney, Aaron Worthing. Oh, it seems the brute known as Bill Schmalfeld has scored a minor victory in having some of my YouTube videos, which were comprised entirely of his copyrighted material, removed from that Internet video service. But take heart, gentle listener. I still have several videos available for your viewing and educational pleasure that Schmalfeld has not been able to touch with his diseased, trembling hands. One of those is a video showing how I saved everyone's lives by taking a bomb cleverly disguised as an iPad, away from a man who was dead set on murdering everyone in that courthouse. You can see the heroic action for yourself on my YouTube channel, which is www.youtube.com slash user slash E-D-M-D-5-2-0-1-0. The E-D-M-D stands for Everyone Draw Mohammed Day, which I leave as a thumb in the eye to the people who think my irrational fear and hatred of Muslims is irrational. So, after you finish listening to this Go to that website once again, www.youtube.com slash user slash EDMD52010 and see for yourself several videos I have posted, including the one where I saved the lives of countless thousands by bravely wrestling the iPad bomb 
away from the man who was intent on... Mr. Walker! Mr. Walker! You blithering idiot! My name in public is Aaron Worthing. Call me by that other name again, and I shall beat you to a fare thee well. Sorry! Mr. Worthing! Mr. Worthing! Well, what is it? Your YouTube channel, sir. It's been terminated. What? Yeah, there's a little picture of a of a frowny little TV screen, and it says, Aaron Worthing has been terminated because we received multiple third-party claims of copyright infringement regarding the material the user posted, so you don't got a channel no more. Motherfucker! Talk about complacently dumb. Aaron Worthing, otherwise known as Aaron Walker. And we'll talk more about him coming up in just a little bit. Uh, this is Blood on the Microphone. I'm Bill Schmalfelt. And I am Diane Preston Schmalfelt. Uh, yeah, did I give my full name? Did I say Preston Schmalfelt? That's going to take me some getting used to. <laughs> oh, look who's joining us. It's Onyx the Bald Pussy. <laughs> and you can meet Onyx by going to the website Truthatory, that's T R U T H A T O R Y dot WordPress dot com, where she generally has a thing or two to say about a thing or two. Yes, the bald pussy has become a meme. Yes, she has. Uh, did you see those uh, pictures of uh, Donald Trump at the Vatican today? Oh, yes, I did. Uh- Pup certainly didn't look very happy to see Yeah, him. how would you describe his mood? The, would, the Pope, I mean. Uh, Trump was grinning like an idiot. I would describe the Pope's mood as someone get this filthy, nasty thing away from me before I shoot it. I was thinking someone, uh, a note to self, uh, contact the fumigators. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, he just didn't look happy at all. You know who else doesn't seem really happy with Donald Trump right now? Yeah, his wife. Yeah, twice. <laughs> in in one day, twice. Yeah, she, she He tried to take her hand. And she slapped it away and had a look on her face like she would like to punch him. Yeah, and then on the second occasion, uh, he reached for her hand and she pulled it away to brush her hair. Oh, out of her face, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I can't hold your hand right now. My hair is in my face. (laughs) Maybe Donald could loan her some of his hairspray. (laughs) Anyway, um, can you imagine what their private moments are like? Forget your wild-eyed dreams I'm here and I'm not leaving No reason to be grieving Act as if you love me I'm sick of all your schemes I'm here, I am your POTUS Start acting like a floatus me every waking moment 
act like you don't hate me. You could live in a dump. You're stuck. No one will save you. I'll bind you and enslave you. All I want is freedom. Have worry no more through. No more trying to grab me. I'd rather that you stab me. Then say the word, you slut. I'll cut your lifeline. Say how well you deal with poverty. Cause you need me to maintain your lifestyle. Anywhere you go, I'll be there too. Melania, just face it that you're screwed. recognize that as the tune for All I Ask of You from Phantom of the Opera, but Lady Di and I had a little fun with it. Oh, did you see what I got today? I was uh, visited by uh, one of the county sheriffs from Horry County uh, here in Myrtle Beach, and it seems, young lady, that you and I may be taking a trip on uh, June 28th. Have you ever been to... Well, of course you've been to Maryland. You would have had to go through Maryland to get from Pennsylvania to here. Well, granted, I was in Maryland on a train, but... <laughs> but never for a visit, yeah. per se. Well, uh, we've been cordially invited to a contempt of court hearing on the 28th day of June. I do have an opportunity to file an answer to the complaint, uh, and or not to the complaint, but to the uh, to the summons, uh, it seems I'm being held in contempt of a law that doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't really want to say too much about it right now. Uh, uh, I'm being sued by WJJ Hogue of Westminster, Maryland, who's a fine specimen of human being. 
You are listening to Blood on the Microphone. In his subterranean lair, six miles beneath the surface of Westminster, Maryland, a mad genius, well, mad anyway, stretching things to call him a genius, uh, let's just call him a, let's call him a mad average person. Well, that's probably, mm, that's being kind to, we'll call him a mad, mildly developmentally disabled person. And his brutish son are plotting their evil plans. Uh, what you doing, Daddy? Quiet, you idiot. Don't you see? I have fired up the Thought Reader. The Thought Reader? What does it read? What else do you think a Thought Reader reads, you brutish moron? Thoughts! Can you read what I'm thinking right now? Son, I experimented by testing this model on your brain, and frankly, it it failed. It it, it came up with nothing. I'm focusing in on Elkridge, Maryland, trying to find out what that that small felt thinking about right now. I'm getting closer. Yes. Ah, I think I've honed in. Yes. Listen, son, here's what he's thinking right now. This uh, Cinnabon cream of wheat is really, really good. Uh, you got him, Daddy. Are you, you going to file charges because of that? No, you idiot. He's thinking of breakfast. He's not thinking of anything evil about me. But keep listening. Let me fine-tune this just a little bit more. See if we can get deeper into his cerebral cortex. Ah, I think we found it. You know, I have to put together a show for today. Oh, good, good. We're, we're getting to it. We're getting to it. Do I let the dogs stay in the studio with me, or do I kick them out? I always feel like such a bastard when I kick them out. See? See, he admits he's a bastard. We can use that. We can use that. Okay, what's on the agenda for today? We'll start with this bit about Stranahan, and uh, then maybe do a couple songs. And... Oh, yeah, we should talk about uh, that hoggy fella. See? See? That's who he's talking about. He's talking about me. He's going to do something about me. Uh, maybe he's going to say something nice. Ow. You idiot. When's the last time he said anything nice about anyone? Uh, now shut up and continue listening. Uh, All right. I've got to do a late show tomorrow because i got to go to court at 1.15 for this uh, peace order thing. But, but I have a feeling tomorrow's going to be a pretty good day all the way around, so I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> we have him right where we want him. He's not going to worry about it. <laughs> Man, but Daddy, if he's not going to worry about it, doesn't that make it sound like he thinks he's going to win? Well, boy, why would you say that? Because it sounds like he's confident. He's not confident, you idiot. He's foolish. He's a fool. He's a foolish fool who's fooling himself. Uh, you say so, Daddy. Of course I say so. 
And what I say is always right. Name the last time I've been wrong. Uh, well, you said Walker was going to win his case against Brett Kimber. Ow. No more of that. Now let's see if we can uh, find a thought wave emanating from Bethesda. See what we can find out there. <laughs> oh, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Blood on the microphone will return in a moment. Be a darling and stay tuned. Would you please? about Aaron Worthing a little while ago, or Aaron Walker is his real name. He's a, <clears throat> excuse me, unemployed attorney who's licensed to practice in Washington, D.C. and Virginia, but not the state of Maryland. And I honest to God believe he is doing Hoag's legal work for him. I, I try to imagine what Aaron's home life might be like. You've seen his picture. Yeah. He's a sort of a Pillsbury doughboy. I mean, neither you or I have any business calling anybody else chubby, but he's constantly making fat jokes about me, so if I call him a Pillsbury doughboy, then a Pillsbury doughboy he is! <laughs> Indeed. Yes, uh, let's, let's pop in and see if anybody's home right now. <laughs> and now. Blood on the Microphone visits the beautiful Manassas, Virginia home of Aaron Walker and his wife, whatever her name is. Let's see what they're up to. Oh, you know, there's nothing I like better for breakfast than a heaping bowl of fish heads and rice, but I just don't have the appetite for it this morning. Ah, 불쌍하고, 노력하고, 친구. 당신은 하루 종일 트위터에 비디오 게임을 재생 및 쓰기 보낼 힘이 필요해. Oh my angel, I just don't feel like playing video games today or going on Twitter. I feel like plotting revenge against Bill Schmalfeld. 큰 소리로 그 이름을 말하지 말아요. 그것은 악마가 나타납니다. 그들은 저를 놀래켜봐. Fear not, my pet. Fear not. 
I will not allow any harm to come to you. After all, I did teach you how to shoot a pistol, right? 그 말이 맞습니다. 지금은 어떤 거리에서 큰 정확도로 사람의 마음을 통해 총알을 넣을 수 있습니다. And if you can, as you say, put a bullet through a man's heart with great accuracy from any distance, then you have nothing to fear, my precious jewel. 난 당신이 질문을 하는 나의 장소, 워커 건 알지만. Oh, don't be silly, my pet. As long as it is nothing significant, you should feel free to question me about anything. 왜 우리 집에서 이 악을 다운을 가져왔나요? 왜 무슬림을 성나게 했습니까? 왜 당신이 법정에 발을 들여 한때마다 패배한 이들에 대한 그러한 경박한 법적 조치에 종사했습니까? 내가 당신을 의심하는 내집 워커 건 알지만. Oh goodness, that question does go beyond your scope as my wife and property, my dear. I have not enraged the Muslims. They already want to kill you and me and everyone who is not Muslim. And frivolous legal actions? Nonsense! I have won every case I've been involved in. By the appearance of losing, I have made my opponents overconfident. Now I can unleash my final ultimate weapon. 그러나 이 돼지 동료는 하워드 카운티 상태의 변호사의 전화 라인을 방해하려고 하는 사실은 뿐만 아니라 사람들이 유리한 눈으로 탄원서를 쳐다보지 않을 것이며 위험하지 않습니다. 하지만 그들은 요금을 제기합니다. 너에게 정리의 방해? Well, now you're just being impertinent. Off to your room. No breakfast for you. No music. And I have removed the batteries from your vibrator. 괴물아. Oh, you think that I am a monster? But inside, you know, when I punish you, it is for your own good. Yes, we are going to clog the Howard County State's Attorney's telephone lines with questions from butt-hurt conservatives who are angry that the state of Maryland interprets the laws as written, not the way we want them to interpret it. Once they realize that no one will ever visit their state again, they'll come to realize they have trifled with the wrong former Virginia health care provider compliance lawyer. If you're not in your room in 10 seconds, I will demonstrate what butthurt means. Uh, one question before you go. When I purchased you, you were from the Philippines. How long have you been Korean? Ever since the fellow at blog on the microphone realized their text to Void's translator did not have Tagalog. And Korean was as close as they could get. Ah, well, that makes sense, I guess. to work, doesn't he? Even a jerk, doesn't he? And though I'm being sued by some woman with bad things to say, I'm not going down without fighting and fighting my way. I am ruining her reputation 
I made public all her personal details, all her trials and tribulations, with a lying lawyer style that never fails. I just write about her doctor's care, the color of her underwear, the kind of medicine she takes, the very victimhood she fakes, my job she thinks she'll take from me, a misery she'll make from me. <laughs> I think she'd better think it out again. My life's a shit heap anyway. I prefer sheep anyway. But being a district attorney is something I prize. I'll fight for my job with repeated distractions and lies. I am ruining her reputation. I must quickly look up everything I can. All her person, all information. Make her look just like a loony, that's the plan. When I'm done with her, she'll know her place. She'll be afraid to show her face. Her reputation scandalized. Her credit rating vandalized. Befitting of a wacko nut. Besmirched as a barn-banging slut. <laughs> I think she better think it out again. When I'm done screwing her, and I've had my fun doing her, I can turn my attention to those left-wing bloggers and win. <laughs> By saying they're all in the employ of Brett Kimberlin. Ruin their reputation. I will slander every word they ever write and enjoy my own situation as an ADA who's never lost a fight. You will hear no more from liberal grouts that battle with a saggy pouch. No one will dare to question me. New powers they will vest in me. I'll kiss up to the new DA and force her to see things my way. Oh, I do get such a thrill out of my own comic book style villainy. I'll make those bastards think it out again! Yes! Well, I do believe that'll wrap up our first episode of Blood on the Microphone. Hopefully, when we try this again tomorrow, uh, Blog Talk Radio will let us get through an entire live episode. In the meantime, uh, be watching for Twitter announcements on Truthatory. That's at Truthatory, T-R-U-T-H-A-T-O-R-Y, for information about the uh, Blood on the Microphone website. And right now, Onyx, the bald pussy, is seeking attention. Is there something you wish to say, my dear? Do you want to say something, or are you just going to look at me with those pretty blue eyes? You know who I know uh, would like to pet a bald pussy? <laughs> Aaron Worthing. Yeah. You know, he Aaron Walker, I should say. He did this, uh, he had a deposition 
in uh, a hearing with Brett Kimberlin not long ago, and I, I didn't want to play the whole deposition, so I just took the best parts of it <laughs> and made a song out of it, and we'll close with that.
Blood on the Microphone is a presentation of Deep Brain Media. Until next time, this is Cedric the Announcer. Stay safe. And wing nuts. Are you ready? It is later.